You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to episode. 34 of the Tinderbox. We are the podcast for Matchsticks and Gasoline, the Calgary Flames website for SB Nation. It is Mark and Michael. This afternoon, Maddie may or may not be joining us. She was having a little bit of technical difficulties, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Michael, how are you doing up there? Uh, no tornadoes today, right? Everything's good? No tornadoes, no thunderstorms, just a lot of heat. But, you know, summer, 31-degree hockey is always fun. And I was thinking that today, I'm like, okay, the Flames are playing the Oilers tonight. And right now in Massachusetts, I think where I live, it's like 95 degrees. Um, my lawn looks like hay. It makes no sense that hockey is being played. But on the flip side, I think we're all pretty excited that hockey is actually around. So I'm um, excited for tonight. Flames, Oilers. Um, I was a little like, really, that's the matchup you go to right away for exhibition. But thinking of like how everything went down with the Flames and Oilers this season, I guess it kind of seems apropos. What are your thoughts, Michael? Yeah, I was kind of surprised at first. They're like, they actually put I think pretty much every team they could into some sort of rivalry game. So uh, I'm I'm excited. I think it's uh, everyone's talking about how oh they're just going to play it safe and like kind of get ready. But I feel like it's going to take just one guy to make a hit, and it's all going to just devolve into chaos again. So I'm excited for it. And by one guy, you mean Matthew Kachuk, right? A hundred percent. Stay <laughs> off the track. Excellent, Maddie. How are you? Doing great. How are you guys? Fabulous. We were just discussing weather, Matthew Kachuk, and Edmonton. Are you getting any rain, or is it just as blistering, ridiculously hot as it is everywhere else? It is sunny and sweltering here. It's the best, isn't it? I I hate when people complain about this weather because as where we live, and actually all three of us, uh, it gets cold and gross very quickly. So I am very excited for just going outside and being like, okay, I put the sunscreen on and it burnt off as it was touching my skin. So I think it's the perfect kind of weather. But that's just me. I'm kind of weird like that. So, Maddie, we were just discussing Flames Oilers tonight. There's actual hockey to be played. I know you're covering the Flyers, you said, at what, four today? You've got the recap of their game? Yep. What's uh, So what's your hockey mood right now? Are you excited about this? Is it weird that you could, you know sit outside in shorts and a t-shirt and watch playoff hockey uh, as August slowly or quickly approaches? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty wild, obviously. Um, I was just talking to my friend about this, like literally five minutes ago, um, that I'm still kind of reconciling the general health and safety concerns for the players because we are still in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, but selfishly, I'm just, pretty amped for hockey to be back so it's a weird balance but we're we're rolling with it I guess well it's funny you mentioned health wise too like the Vegas uh they're not going to have Max Pacioretty. already he did not come to Edmonton with the team so one of their better players is out you're not seeing a, a ton of that I know um football wise up here in New England I think five or six Patriots came out today and said that they aren't they're not going to play this season they're taking it off so 
you're not seeing that a ton so far in the NHL, but I mean, some good news for a couple teams, you know, Steven Stamkos could be um, skating soon enough with Tampa and um, Sidney Crosby actually might take to the ice tonight as well. So, you know, there are a couple potential stars that might be able to get back on the ice, which is good. Um, but uh, on to our bigger things tonight. What are you looking for out of this Flames Oilers game, Michael? Are you looking for like a, you know, a, a midseason playoff type battle? You know, you mentioned earlier you think people were going to just they were going to go at it. What's one thing you really want to take away from tonight? Um, I would just say the one big thing is like I kind of just want to see them look like an NHL team for six, I think it's going to be pretty ugly hockey even into the play-in rounds. But I just want to see some sort of like even the equivalent of almost like a late preseason, early regular season game where it's not going to be pretty. But hopefully they can just go out and like kind of get everything gelled back to kind of where it was before the shutdown and get comfortable again. So I think it's going to be a mess the first couple of weeks here. Maddie, what are your expectations for tonight? Or do you even have any? I'm, keep, I'm keeping my expectations pretty low, I think. Uh, my main thing is I just really don't want to see anybody puking between shifts. Like, <laughs> I'm just looking for functional hockey. Yeah, That's all you, I need. You don't, you don't want to see people out there skating on the ice that look like me after 137 days of doing nothing? <laughs> That's yeah. <what> just <laughs> grossly, like, overweight people who've done nothing, just slogging, half-shaven type deal. Um I think my big thing for tonight is I want to see how David Riddick is. Um, he yeah. lost, I think he lost two or three out of his last five starts, uh, four of his last five, something like that. Like he did not play well at all down the stretch. He was giving up four goals a game in his last, actually was he lost uh, three out of his last five. So um, he gave up four goals uh, per game in those starts and it wasn't looking good. I know he had some, some health issues that allegedly were worked on during this, this little uh, pandemic break that the NHL had. So, Hopefully David Riddick's back to normal because if not, I don't think the Flames really can give Riddick a long leash. I think it's got to be really short. And if, you know, he goes out in game one and gets lit up by Winnipeg, you got to think Cam Talbot with the way he played is got to be right there with the almost with the baseball hat off and the mask on. Anybody have an opinion on that? Yeah, I would just say for David Riddick, like uh... – if there's one thing he's kind of always done was that he seems to have started regular seasons well. And now that we're essentially basically coming back to the start of a new season, just with how long they were off, I'm kind of hoping he can kind of use that early season form where he's put up like the best numbers of his career in like the October, November stretch and kind of pretend it's that time of year now, because yeah, like you said, he was losing the net back in uh, February, March. So I think for him, you just want to see him kind of settle in. I think goaltenders as a whole are going to struggle in this because it's kind of like I would point almost to how pitchers in baseball have kind of been struggling since they started just back up now. Guys either getting injured or just not being at the top of their game. I think it's going to be very similar with goaltenders in the NHL. So I just want to see a solid performance out of him, kind of get ready for playoffs. Matt, do you got any concerns with David Riddick or do you think uh, he can keep his emotions in check and be ready to go? I, I'm not super worried. It's it's definitely a weird thing, though, because, like you said, obviously he wasn't playing super well immediately before the pause, but momentum is pretty dead for everybody. But, yeah, it's it's going to be kind of a slippery slope, I think, because especially with the the first 
play in round there only being five games uh players really aren't gonna have much leash i think coaches aren't gonna be too willing to just be like oh you know well we'll let them work it out um they're gonna have to have a, a quicker trigger finger there with any changes they want to make because of the abbreviated series so it's it's gonna be interesting or you just tank it and get thrown back into that lottery for a top pick you know you could do that as well you know you could be like oh, yeah, well, we're not brain. that good let's just let's just get right back in there so uh, flames i think another thing too that i want to see coming out of tonight is again it's such a quick one game exhibition and then boom you're right into the playoffs starting on saturday um i want to see a lot well not a lot because i don't know what you're going to get but i need to see something out of the flames two top players and or allegedly what is supposed to be johnny gaudreau and sean monahan both obviously had up and down seasons um and it doesn't even have to be you know a hat trick from one of them or a three-point night or whatever i just want to see that drive i want to see almost monahan put that um identity crisis that for lack of a better term that he had during the regular season aside where he was trying to figure out am i now a tough guy am i a scorer can i be both and he kind of struggled with trying to figure that out throughout the season and um i'd like to see Gaudreau more engaged like right off the bat you know i'd like to see his first shift him just be all over the ice dynamite puck on a stick moving it those are the things i think we need to see from those two players out of tonight um do you guys have any thoughts on that or would you rather move on and talk about the winnipeg jets Feel free to just jump in. Um, I, I really don't have too much to add. I, I agree. Um, I'm trying not to put too much weight on just a single game showing when we're, this is our first game back in uh, 4,000 years. <laughs> um, but you're right. Yeah, we, we definitely do need to see something. Michael, you were you kind of similar thought process there. Yeah, for me, I think I just want to see Gidro, you know, actually go out and just apparently he's in the best shape of his life or whatever term uh Bradtree living he was waiting camp there after the media came in and said oh he's out of shape that's why he's in a different group of that whole yeah. mess of junk to set people off I thought that was like the stupidest thing so far of hockey coming back was that whole storyline but um yeah not really too much to add I'm hoping I don't know he can just kind of have a good game although I'm sure if he doesn't get any points tonight everyone's going to be overreacting as usual so i'm excited to see that other than that yeah i don't have much for him yeah no the twitter machine will definitely lose its mind if Gaudreau doesn't come on at least get an assist tonight or if he gets an assist it'll be well he only got one so you know how that works (laughs) should probably should probably trade him anyway for his one assist tonight um hey let's set the over under because i think we all agree this is going to be kind of sloppy how many times is sam bennett going to fall down tonight uh let's set the over (laughs) under at let's set the over under at three i'm going to take the over anybody with me I think I got the over too. Okay, wouldn't it be a podcast? I'll take the I under ever... just to be contrarian. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It wouldn't be a podcast without me making fun of Sam Bennett. So it continues on. So we have hockey tonight, um, eight thirty, I believe, Mountain Time. Flames and Oilers. The first time there's been hockey since you had to stockpile toilet paper. So this is good. We are progressing as a society with sports and understanding that toilet paper is okay. You don't need a thousand rolls in your house. And you can also get Lysol wipes now, something you couldn't do the last time the Flames played. So we got that going for us. Shifting gears, the Flames will play this one-game exhibition tonight, as we just mentioned. And then they will move on to Saturday, where they will play a best-of-five against the Winnipeg Jets. Um Michael, thoughts on this series with Winnipeg? Uh, not a lot to go on this year, just the 2-1 overtime uh, Heritage Classic game back in October that the Flames lost. 
Um, you know, a couple of preseason games against Winnipeg, but those are hard to judge because there's guys like me fighting for uh, roster spots in the preseason. So, I, you know, I don't think there's much to look at there. But um, what are your thoughts on the Flames and uh, Jets as we continue this newfangled, weird playoff system that's about to start? I mean, I think most of what I kind of want to say has already been said, but it's just going to be – I think it's going to be a messy series. I think it's going to be a series that – one or two players are going to come in ready to go, and I think they're just going to dominate. Now, whether that's a player on the Flames or a player on the Jets or a couple of guys, I think it's just going to be everyone's kind of going to be trying to get back into the uh, the rhythm of playing hockey again, but there might be a couple of guys who are just a little bit more ready. And I think it could be just like those few guys that take over the entire series, and hopefully they're wearing red, but, you know, knowing our history, I don't, I don't have the best hopes for that. Fair enough. Maddie, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I honestly, I have no idea. Um, the Jets for me are always this team that I, I never really feel like I have a good read on and just under normal circumstances. Um, obviously, they can be super successful if goaltending is going for them and they can put up some uh, good offensive numbers, but it's like never seems to be super consistent. So add that to, you know, we haven't played hockey in four months. And I I have no idea what I expect out of this one, to be completely honest. This might be the only time you could be a team coming into a series excited to face Connor Hellebuck because he's just as rusty as everybody else. You know, so it's Mm -hmm. that, you know, Winnipeg may not have that advantage. We have a a preview of this series coming out, I believe, tomorrow. It's going up. But, you know, just a couple of numbers to look at. These teams aren't that far off from each other. Um, Offensive-wise, Calgary's 20th in the league overall, Winnipeg's 16th. Uh, the Flames average 2.91 goals a game, and Winnipeg's three. So there's not, you know, that far up. Their power plays are very similar. Uh, Calgary scored 41 power play goals. Winnipeg scored 42. Um, where they do tend to differ is on the penalty kill. Um, Calgary's penalty kill is much better. Um, they're eighth overall in the league, whereas Winnipeg is 22nd. So maybe that's something Calgary's power play, you know, if they get into a little bit of a, you know, sticky situation, they can get some goals back by, you know, Winnipeg being man down. Um, with that said, the Flames do take a lot more penalties than Winnipeg does. They took uh, exactly uh, 90 more penalties, 90, 90 more penalty minutes total than Winnipeg. And I think most of those came against Edmonton. Um, and then you just kind of, you know, roll down. I mean, goal differential, the Jets are a little bit better there. They're plus 12, Calgary's minus 10. So, you know, it's, it's a fairly, I don't think it's as big of a gap of a series as, you know, people are going to make it out to be. And Calgary's played really well against uh, Winnipeg since they came back into the league. Um, so, you know, uh, who knows? We'll see what it is. Calgary 17, 14, and a one uh, overall. But um, part of that does come with Atlanta because Winnipeg's numbers still are Atlanta's because they moved the franchise. So, but again, I think fairly even series. Um, I, I hate to be this guy, but I think the team that wins the first game probably takes the series. Uh, you know, if you got that momentum going into game two and it's still sloppy, you know, this probably this could be over quickly. Who knows? I mean, does anybody see this going a full five? I think it could. Yeah. Michael? I think I'm more with you, Mark, where it's like, because these are both teams that I think have been fairly shaky confidence-wise this year. And I think even just depending on how they do on this exhibition game, but yeah, exhibition game and game one, one of these two games loses both of them. I think I could see it being over very quickly. Just um, They're both shaky teams that have been rattled before, and 
especially the Flames. Like, I think if they lose against the Oilers tonight and lose game one against the Jets, I think we could be talking about three or four games and they're done. So, yeah, I don't, I don't like their chances if they go down 1-0, to be honest. Yeah, and honestly, I think uh, you mentioned, too, you make a great point of Edmonton tonight. If they lose to Edmonton coming out and things are shaky, you know, that team tends to put its head down and be like, here we go again, where the playoffs have not been kind uh, the last few times they've been in. So, yeah, and I, I don't even want to try to ask you guys to predict the series, like what you think, you know, whether it's going to be three to two or four to one or three to one, whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't think like it's so hard to predict and know how this is going to be based on the teams coming up playing, even in our staff predictions for tonight, I didn't even pick a score. Cause I was like, I don't know. I just think it's going to be sloppy. It's going to be an absolute mess. So it's definitely hard to predict this stuff and put an actual number on it when nobody's seen anybody really skate and inter-squad going against guys that aren't going to be on the team anyway, you know, is, is tough to evaluate as well. So um, anybody else have any other thoughts or uh, uh, we are pretty good here with uh, a little preview of Edmonton and a little preview of Winnipeg. Um, Matt, you got any other thoughts to add? Uh, I don't think so. I'm just just still excited. Glad to be back. I know. It's like it's weird. I'm like, I get to watch hockey and baseball in the same week. This is amazing. And I get to coach lacrosse this week. I'm like, it's like normal time, sort of. Uh, Michael, you got any uh, thoughts? You got any thoughts on this or anything else you want to add? Um, I don't know. I feel like I should probably throw myself in this boat as well, but like, Kind of no matter what happens tonight, I think we just need to remind everyone to just kind of take it easy. Like, these guys are playing the first game back. It's going to suck. Like, let's not, like I said earlier, go overboard if Gaudreau only gets, like, one point or something or if the goalie's letting a sloppy goal. Like, I saw some people who were watching the inter-squad game, like, Riddick allowed a semi-not-great goal and everyone's, like, losing their mind about it. So I think we just need to relax. Like, we're all excited to have hockey back, but I think it almost might be over the top tonight. Like, just sit back and enjoy it rather than overanalyzing every little mistake or play that happens exactly you're watching 40 year old beer league hockey that's just what it is that's <laughs> the equivalent of what it's going to be when they come back all right well that's going to wrap it up here on the tinderbox once again we are the podcast for matchsticks and gasoline the calgary flames website for sp nation it was mark michael and maddie today if you enjoyed this podcast please download us on itunes google podcast spotify or iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Tinderbox.